When you're born in this world, you're given a ticket to the freak show. And when you're born in America, you're given a front row seat. Everybody, what's going on? How are you? How's it going? What's the what the what the fuck are you doing? Oh, you're sorry, you're watching the shit show. Uh, welcome to Total BS Live. This is the greatest shit show, obviously, on earth. My name is Brian. I'll be driving this clown car of entertainment for January 31st, 2023. Holy shit, we're almost in February. This is fucking crazy. Isn't it crazy? Days go by, things uh, the sun goes up, it comes down. It's weird. But we are the premier fake news network, and what we have for you is our bullshit opinions about all the bullshit that has recently happened out there in this bullshit fucking world. Uh, who's your pick for the Super Bowl? You got uh, the Eagles or whoever the fuck the other team is? Who's the other team? Shit, I forgot. Who won? Uh... I don't know. Who do you want to win? I don't want the Eagles to win. That's for fucking sure. Um, it's a, it a 49ers and the fucking... All right, we'll get to that later. All right, we treat this like a radio show, and this is our spot of the street corner of the internet where we welcome you to come along for the ride on a clown car of entertainment parked right outside. And we got front row tickets for you to the internet freak show out there and monitoring the chat. As always, is the lovely Shayna. Oh, shit. What the fuck are you doing? Sorry, my mic was being weird again. What the fuck? <laughs> God damn it. Hey, I'm good. You went through this so fast. This is why we can't be on YouTube. No, I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> so I can't get my mic straight? That's right. We have YouTube actually comes around. suggestive or something? I don't understand. Well, you keep manhandling it like that, and it's just I looking... I thought you liked it when I did that. It's black. It's not... All right. I got Jeez. the ones you told me to get. You sent me to Guitar Center. You said... I didn't send you, like... You said, get these mics, and I did. I didn't send you, like, yes, go forth and uh, purchase, acquire these acquisitions. <laughs> you made me a list. Do you not remember? It was uh, It was like this time it last... It wasn't these microphones. It was this time last year. Yes, it was. You said <laughs> No, it... I said the seven Bs, not the fucking... Whatever these are, six A's? Well, no, I tried to get fuck? those, and you said, no, get these. These are cheaper. MV7? What the fuck? It's not even a 7B. It's an MV7. It says sure on it. I thought what that the was... What fuck kind of show is this? I would get the job done. Maybe we can upgrade. Maybe we can get the job done later. All right. So, uh, hey. Whoops. That's What's not that? it. That's my notes. I pushed the wrong button. Oh, I moved the buttons around. <laughs> Why would you do that? I got some things to do. Huh. All right. But hey, we're not stand-up comedians or professional broadcasters. We are comedy fans. We're also streaming on our... Well, we'll get to that in a few minutes. Past episodes are available on Spotify and iTunes, Apple, whatever the fuck you get your podcast. And we are the Total BS Network, as it says down there and everywhere. We have some news about uh, our fucking website, which is not anyone's fault. It's just it takes time together we wanted to launch our secret underground railroad 
I think we got a little too excited. Got a little too excited. Yeah, we should have pushed it off maybe a week. Quick. (laughs) I mean, that came out wrong. Uh, Damn it! But we promised you'd have access to our new sites uh, today. But we had some technical difficulties. Everybody, um, you know, shit happens. We'll try again tomorrow. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, what do you expect from us? A we- lot. I mean, look at us. <laughs> well, don't look at me, but look at you know, like it's the production. You expect everybody. a lot from me. <clears throat> Come on, guys, you should know better. But you know, we built this ourselves. Yeah. There's no people behind glass. We're not hiring anybody else to do what we're trying to do. It's just us two. That's and right. if you have any complaints, you can shit on us. It's mostly one of us. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> but there's no there's no corporations involved. There's no corporate. You know, we're not doing a Patreon. We're not doing a mm-hmm. uh, YouTube chat, super chats, or anything like that. We are just trying to. Mm-hmm. DIY it. DIY it, yeah. yeah. And uh, tonight, yeah, tonight you're going to get a preview of what our secret show, you know, is going to be on the Tuesdays. Right. Here. That's going to be every Tuesday, right? Every Tuesday. Yeah. We're going to be uh, doing this. We got special guests lined up through March. Yeah, we're for already every booked, Tuesday. We're already booked out. And we're very excited about this. We got a special guest later tonight. Um, so stick around. It was a guest comedian. Joining us to talk about all the BS that's out there. And uh, he's going to, ha- you know, he or she, don't want to gender anybody, or they, uh, will I'm be around. sure he's a he. Okay. Well, way to ruin the surprise. Oh, shit. Sorry. That was a, supposed to be a surprise. Oh, shit. I didn't know the gender was a surprise. Everything's a surprise here. Mm. All right. Okay. Uh, but he's going to be joining us later in the show. And uh, like, you know, maybe 15, 20 minutes. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll hear a ding dong and then we'll let him in. (laughs) (laughs) That's how that works. We're going to hear a ding dong. Fuck yeah, we are. (laughs) Yeah, we are. Okay, cool. I like ding dongs. The fuck are you doing? Oh, whoops. Okay, so who? Oh, yeah. So we got a new, well, not a new segment, but we're going to go into the who's shitting on us now. Who's shitting on us now? This is a segment. We read and respond to interesting YouTube comments, everybody. We got some here's uh, two for Tuesday. We got two one, two of them here. So uh, some people ask or say, I think Tom was being funny. You know, like he bought burnt Chindler Hitler's teacup <laughs> for like me more than twenty thousand dollars. That shit is so goddamn funny. I, I agree. That was the, I mean, yeesh. it was pretty funny that he bought Hitler's teacup, even though it was really expensive. It's you fine. can't prove it, though. You can't prove that that's actually Hitler's teacup. I mean, it could have been a copy. It's, it's not like they carbon dated it or anything. We're getting our results back from New York any day now. We'll uh, update that as it progresses. But uh, the other comment we got was, Cancel Twitter, bleh. <laughs> Twitter Blue is a feature on Twitter. I don't know if you knew this, Shan. Uh, what is that? Shan. It's uh, where you pay $8 a month oh, right. to do something. D- did they change Get rid it of ads. to BLEU? <laughs> They're going to. To support Eliza? Yeah. Uh, but uh, she's, this person says, Don't support a platform that advocates in favor of stealing from sex trafficking victims. Holy mm. shit. 
So now Twitter's stealing from sex trafficking victims? How does that work? Don't support a platform that advocates in favor of stealing from... <clears throat> hmm. I don't know about that. We got, a, we got a lot of interesting people commenting on our mm. shit, and I think... Um, Sometimes we actually know more than the commenters. It's weird how that yeah. works. Every now and then that happens, but most the of the time algorithm. they know way more than us. Right. And um, they like to tell us. Oh, passionately with paragraphs, mm-hmm. and it's fine. Yeah. We like uh, all the, you know, all, all the correspondents out there that are trying to... Make sure we're on the right path for 380 subscribers or something like that. Well, it's it's just amazing to me all the experts that come and watch the show and you know tell us how you know we're wrong on just about everything. But not they, everything, but most yeah. things. Well, usually it's um, usually it's about comedy. So we seem to have a lot of experts in comedy. Yeah, and it's the weirdest thing because I thought, according to Stevo. Comedy is subjective. I don't know where we're getting this, this wrong opinion yeah. on a subjective uh, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a shit show. You got to understand that. We shit on everybody, not our guests, but we shit on everybody uh, equally, including ourselves. So if you watch the show, you know, and there's that. So, okay. Um, but hey, you know, our network features all the shows we've done and have done in the past, including. Our long-running Marilyn Manson's... Shit. Mm, Take two. But our network features all the shows we've done and have done in the past, including our long-running Marilyn Manson's Minor Misadventures-related podcast, (laughs) Laugh Junkies, where we interview comedians and figure all the BSs out there. Did you like that one? I did. I really liked that one. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Marilyn Manson is in some trouble. This is internet news, everybody. I don't know mm-hmm. if you knew that. Uh, but he's in some trouble. He's in some trouble. From 1995, everybody. 1995, uh, the the whatever artist. I don't... Okay. Uh, he is... Uh, he's dodged multiple lawsuits from women who have accused him of sexual, sexual misconduct, ranging from assault to sex trafficking. Oh, my God. That's fucked up. He's got multiple lawsuits going? Uh, Maybe that's why we haven't heard of him in a while. Uh, Mm. The lawsuit filed on Long Island, New York by an anonymous plaintiff under the name Jane Doe, names Manson, Brian Warner, and his former labels. I don't think that's her real name. That seems fake. Jane Doe is alleged to have met Warner after a concert in Dallas. Everything go, everything in Dallas goes fucked up. Oh, yes. She's I can from, attest to this. Yeah, I she's from Texas. It's, we, have a, we have a broad reach of, uh, <laughs> of knowledge on this show. That's right. And uh, so when he uh, invited her and another girl onto his tour bus and specifically asked for their ages school grades... Mm-hmm. What? Home addresses and what? phone numbers. Doe was 16 years old at the time. So basically a junior, maybe a sophomore in high school. And the age of consent is in, 
in Texas was and is 17. What the? Wow. Okay. So here's the problem that I don't understand. Why is there different age laws for consent in different states? Oh, states get to make their own rules. When when I lived but in Texas, why? the age of consent was like 15. I don't. 15. I think so. You could you could actually drink alcohol at 18 if you drive across the border to Louisiana. When when did you get to buy a gun? Like 12. I don't know. I, I never bought one. <laughs> Well, you should have. It was in Texas. I know. My my family had plenty. I didn't need my own. Okay. Well, in uh, on the tour bus. God damn. I don't. I, I don't know if I can read all that. I mean, <clears throat> what do you what do you expect going on Marilyn Manson's t- tour bus? But I mean, if you're a kid, you just think that's cool. So. It's a power dynamic. Yeah. Like that's the whole thing with anything misconduct related is right. is a power dynamic. Um, but the uh, suit goes on to allege that Manson groomed Doe over the course of the next several years, causing her to spiral into substance abuse, which is not cool. Um, I mean, when you're a kid and you're just kind of going through some, you're influenced by everything and everyone. I mean, just listening to Marilyn Manson's music when you're a teenager can like it really mess you up a little bit. Rob Zombie messed me I up. I used to listen to Manson when I was in high school. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. A little bit. Not not really, but you know. <laughs> that means no. <laughs> I mean I heard his songs. <laughs> it was, it was it on the fucking radio. It doesn't count. Did you own any of his CDs? No. Okay. I had all of his CDs. Oh shit. Yeah. Were was, you were you groomed? Maybe I don't know. I mean, I was. I was you, you were like you were like forty five at the time. I was right? like a little goth chick when I was <laughs> around seventeen. Oh, you were? Yes, a little goth chick. I was. I went through a goth phase. Okay. Yeah, I All did. Right. All right. Um, but uh, he also in- allegedly, allegedly engaged in hostile and ver- verbally abusive behavior, including that he openly called her racial slurs and called her fat. Mm. Who does that anymore? I mean... I mean, was she fat? New York is telling me we're going to get that uh, pretty soon. Okay. They're, they're so late with all these results. It's just crazy. Yeah. Um, Interscope and Trent Reznor's Nothing Records never had a reasonable system or procedure to place in place to investigate, supervise, <laughs> or monitor its staff. Isn't that weird? What? Isn't that, isn't that weird in the, in the 90s? 90s? Before the <laughs> that internet? you never had an infrastructure mm. to support any sexual misconduct. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like people were just finding out about uh, Guns N' Roses and, you know, Rat back in the day. Yeah. And well, they're like, well, we've got to tighten I, I th- this shit up. I think what it was is before the internet existed, there was no sexual misconduct. That's right. No one ever yeah. did anything wrong before the 90s. Right. The internet actually caused this. That's when it cuts off. Right. It taught people how to do this. Right. Yeah. Nothing happened in the 60s. Everything was fine. Mm-hmm. No. There was no was wars. There was nothing wrong. There was no racial division. America was great. And that's what we're, that's what we're trying to make it great again. Because nothing was wrong. Right. Or people just don't have that search history in the internet. Maybe we should just get rid of the internet. Oh, and well, then that could would, be spicy. That would get rid of us. So yeah, it's kind of like mm-hmm. uh, the Back to the Future. Yeah, uh, you know timeline. If you get rid of 
the certain it's going to go into like a 1985 B, and then you got <laughs> Biff being you know president, and it's just yeah. Well, we kind of had we're doing that right now. Kind of had that. What's, yeah, that's going on right now. Shit. All right. Well, that Marilyn Manson girl sounds like a real jerk. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but you know, there's other news. Believe it or not. So there's this channel out there called Comedy Enforcement. Yeah, we're going after them. Oh, uh, right, on YouTube. And uh, they don't think that Sam Kennis, or he doesn't think, um, I don't know his name, I don't know much about this channel, other Can, than that he has a channel that's talking about comedy. Is is that his pronoun, he? I think it's um, Enforcement is his pronoun. Okay. I don't I don't know how this works. Yeah. But um, we're going to give it a go and see what the heck he was talking about. See what he, see what kind of was ruffling his feathers. Um, and, you know, we support all YouTube channels talking about comedy. I think it's a good, interesting discussion to see what other people's opinions are. But, you know, we'll, we'll see what he thinks about this Joe Rogan, Louis C.K. We're going to revisit this uh, interview again and see what the fuck is going on. Okay, here we go. This were, I mean... Kennison is insane at one point in time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you think of Kennison and him both coming out of here. Crazy. Pretty wild. Uh-huh. And those guys were, I mean, Kennison was probably the most revolutionary comedian of our lifetime. In the you think 1980- so? Yeah. There'd never been anybody like him. All of a sudden, hmm. screaming, I was married twice! <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, whoops. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we have Joe Rogan joining us uh, right now. No, uh, <laughs> that's, that's our special guest. That's no. pretty funny. <laughs> we should just have like a fake correspondent that just sits the whole time. Like, shh, shh, don't give our good ideas oh, shit. away. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I like that face. That's a good face. Um, he's really. <laughs> I think that's his O face. Oh my god. Jesus. <laughs> uh, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was the most amazing comedian in the '80s. You know, like, I, I, I don't well, know. He said revolutionary. That's such a broad term. Yeah, I think that's. I would say unique. There was nobody else. There were so many different like personalities. But maybe the loudest, the loudest right. personality in the '80s. I think that would be a good call. Yeah, maybe it's fair. Um, I mean, can we name any other preachers that turned comedian? I don't think we can. No. Yeah. Well, uh, a couple, I think. <laughs> there was another one? Ah, uh, shit. Really? There's, a, there's a couple, I think, hmm. that I can't remember I thought remember he was right the now. only one. No. He's not the only one. That's a 90s song. God, who, who was who that? Was that? that Reba McIntyre? What the fuck was... What? Who the fuck am I... You listened to, oh, wait a second. So you didn't listen to Marilyn Manson, but you listened to Reba McIntyre in the 90s. Is that what you're telling me? Who were you in the 90s? I listened to the radio. It was everywhere. That song was fucking everywhere. On a country station. On MTV, too. No. Yeah. They didn't play Reba McIntyre. I don't know why I remember that song. (laughs) I don't think that's a song. Oh, shit. We got a uh, guest here. Holy fuck. Who is... Who's coming in now? Okay, we're going to have to get the waiting music. Whoops, the- that's not it. We're going to get the waiting music. Well, I guess the uh, camera work in here. Uh, we're going to get the waiting music. All right. Okay. We're going to... J- 
just stand, we're standing by. Okay, we're just standing by. We're talking about Joe Rogan here, everybody. And, uh, oh shit, who's this? Oh my god. Is that motherfucking Earl Skakel? What the fuck? Oh shit. What are you drinking? Here, huh? Oh, nice. Bang. Mm. I like that. Are those good? Get rid of this music here. Sorry. Are those good? Uh, they're okay. Okay. <laughs> no, no, he drinks things that taste like shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how that, that's how that works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So we got Earl on the line. Thank you so much for joining us, Earl. We really appreciate it. Um, you know, you and I uh, went to the same high school. Isn't that crazy? The great Notre Dame High. Notre Dame High School. Riverside and Woodman. Riverside and Woodman. Holy <laughs> shit. So uh, you and you graduated about uh, 19, 1986, I think, or? Yes, 1986. Uh, really no one famous in my class. Um, uh, I think uh, Stephen Perkins was maybe about two years ahead of me from Jane's Addiction. Yeah. And Dave Navarro was also there too, and he dropped out of uh, high school. I think after his one of his parents died. I think is that true? I think, unfortunately, his mom was killed. I think by oh. a crazy boyfriend. Oh, wow. wow! Yeah, that was a fucked up story. So yeah, that he. So this is a private school you guys went to. Yeah, we were we Earl and I were rich kids. Oh, nice. And. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and. Hey, not every comic is poor. <laughs> you know, we got Bert and Bert Chrysler. Yeah. Oh, he Chrysler. was a rich kid too. Yeah. His father was a lawyer. Right. You know, um, there's a lot of rich Whitney Cummings. You know, but uh, what I <laughs> what I wanted to say was, uh, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Shit, this happens every time. I get really Notre Dame High, rich kids. Uh... Yeah. Dave oh, so Carl. you were the uh, you you and I also share something else in common, which is interesting. You are the youngest of many siblings. Oh, this is getting creepy. I've I've okay. How do you know all of this? I went somehow. Okay, <laughs> sorry, Earl. One second. I went. <laughs> I, I was on YouTube and I saw an early YMH episode with him on it. Yeah, um, and he was talking about uh, his his growing up oh. with Christina P and and Tom Segura over there, and um, he mentioned that he was the youngest out of uh, a lot of siblings, and I'm the youngest of uh, four siblings, and it's just an interesting dynamic where you're just like the baby, and the the baby usually ends up being the entertainer. Don't, do you agree? Yeah, I mean, I'm the only one uh, of my family that's in the entertainment business. See? I called it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I will say this. My sister was uh, Carl Weathers' agent when he was filming Predator. Wow. Oh, no way. Holy shit. That's cool. See, there's a lot of Hollywood ties. Well, I mean, you do like live in the area, so it's kind of expected. Right, exactly. Yeah. But we, uh, I'm just, uh, we're, we're thrilled to have you here. We're, we're doing some, some shit talking. 
And, uh, you know, if you, if you don't mind joining us for all the shit talking, we'll ask you some questions. You can pop, you know, say whatever you, uh, you know, got to say on this, these stories and we'll just hang out. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah I'm, a, I'm an open book. All right, cool. Awesome. Uh, so we are talking about uh, this new channel that is not a big fan of Sam, Sam Kinison. I don't know. We're, we're playing the Joe Rogan clip where he talks about Sam. Obviously, he's coming right here. And, uh, you know, we, uh, <laughs> we're we going to see what, what... I would, too, if I made money. He made. Uh, right? <laughs> uh, we're going to see what uh, the rest of you... We're talking about Sam Kinison right now. So let's, let's check this out. That would be like Clubman! Yes, he was like, What? where did this come from? I personally don't think Kinison is funny at all. But, hey, maybe it's a different time. But clearly, Joe Rogan thinks that... That's such a cop-out. <laughs> do you do you agree or like how can you not like Kinnison for what he was I mean I don't think you can say he's not funny I mean uh, you know I don't like the blues but I still uh, respect Stevie Ray Vaughan exactly um, yeah yeah so but I could see where I, I'll guess this guy is in his mid-20s uh, yeah, I could see where this generation would not like. I mean, Sam was a very '80s eccentric comic, so I I could see someone this era not liking him. Is that a uh, is that a shame that people um, or not a shame, but just like a I don't know? Is it? Uh, do you think in older? People in their in their life like go back and search for. I think it's just cultural. I mean, yeah, we're we all grew up in the eighties, and that was like, you know, that was the scene. So comedy is, is so different now. And yeah, and, and anybody who who was a comedian in the eighties, they've had to like, they've had to change through the years just to kind of adapt with how culture is. Right. Um. Yeah, I mean. I think we're in a TikTok era now where it's more about making a quick, silly video on a can of peas than <laughs> a well-written bit. That's true. Very definitely. Yeah, very true. Um, we're not going to ask your opinions of anybody uh, for, you know, uh, I don't know. You if, can. If you want. <laughs> we're, we're, I keep it real. We're, that's awesome. We and we love that you've been um, uh, recently interacting with the the East Coast Anthony Cumia and Compound Media kind of circle over there. We we've kind of gotten into that too, with um, featuring one of the shows that's in. Uh, I think it's in where is it? Hmm. Where's Steel Toe? Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. That's right. Steel Toe is uh, very obsessed with Cumia and Howard Stern and. We're like a melting pot of everything that we've absorbed, but um, yeah, we had an interesting um, take with them because we what, what was it that we 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 basically said that they were going after another comedian, Chad Zumach, and um, show clip, uh, yes. clips of them. Oh, you know all about that, yeah, yeah, he knows about that. So uh, <laughs> just because you we. Uh, <laughs> We talked about it on our show. All of their fans basically came and just oh, they just blasted destroyed us. us. Yeah, yes, yeah. in the comments, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm friends with Chad, so I'm very well versed. So you in know all about that. The 
the pro wrestling style feud that they have. Um, <laughs> yes, isn't that weird? And I see both. I, well, I see both sides of it because I think that that Chad. Uh, I would not have mentioned the ex-wife and the kids. I just think that's out of bounds. Right. Um, but I would also say that Steel Toe pushed Chad pretty hard. Uh, that's what we thought. Mm-hmm. So I, I think um, I honestly, you know, I get accused of being in the middle a lot, you know, not picking a side. But on this one, I, I see both sides. Um, right. You know, I, I think. Uh, like, if I were Chad, I wouldn't have... I mean, they basically trolled Chad, and he took the bait. <laughs> As Chad they would. Ca- they kind of poked the bear right. a little bit. Yeah. I mean, they did a little more than poking, but be that as it may, I still would not have brought up Aaron's ex-wife and kids. I just think that... It was a little classless, know. yeah. I mean, you know, it's hard to say what the line is in podcast wars. Uh, you know, I mean, I come from the roast battle world, which is, <laughs> yeah. if, if it's true, it's on the table. You're, uh, you're Iron Man. You were Iron Man. I was uh, Buster Douglas in my <laughs> season of roast battle. <laughs> oh, Kill Tony. Sorry, that was Kill Tony. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, yes, I was the Iron Patriot. That's uh, right. Iron Tony. <laughs> we're long, Actually, we're, I, was the Iron, I was the Iron Patriot sub. I, I wasn't even the Iron Patriot. <laughs> but, uh, I was like Benny Vincent taking over for Ace and Kiss. So I was not Ace. But uh, so I, I'm fascinated by I think I was just on someone else's podcast today. Do you guys know Husey? No, uh, Husey. He's kind of in that world as well, and uh, he, he's kind of an instigator because he'll have Steel Toe on, and then he'll bring up Chad's name, and and he'll have Chad on and bring up Steel Toe's name, and uh, drama gets the know, clicks. We we're talking about the same. Hundred. Uh, that's why I think Chad is great. Yeah, me too. Uh, for this this new era of podcasting, because I've listened to the last five podcasts, different podcasts, and he's mentioned on all of them. So it's, it's content. Yeah. It's perfect content. Um, so we're going to, uh, let's see. Here. Oh, yeah. So we were going to. Do you guys hear me okay? There's a slight delay. It, yeah, there's are a. Are we good? We have really shitty internet. We're trying to upgrade that. <laughs> oh, is it us? I think so. I don't no, know. No. It's probably both of us. I have yeah. horrible internet. We'll take turns talking. Okay. Um, <laughs> we, we thought this was really funny. We did a clip on um, Louis C.K.'s uh, interview with on Two Bears, One Cave with uh, Burt Chrysler. I, I want to say his name wrong all the time. Burt Chrysler. Burnt Chrysler. Uh, and he, he, we just think like some... As fans, we're comedy fans here, and we think that some comedians are, you know, maybe a little out of touch. They're talking about their their own possessions a little bit too much, and um, he just uh, we'll just play the clip and, and we'll get your reaction here. I'm still here, like that's crazy that he's gone and I'm here. Yeah, it's f- weird. It's almost like in a weird way, like a Schadenfreude. Of, Schadenfreude. That's it. Boys live. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Right, because you have... Oh, good, an ad. 
This is what. <laughs> Jesus Christ! What the boys? fuck is going on? Obviously, we don't have premium yeah, on that keep, account. Okay, I keep Sorry. missing it. Like you know, yeah, yeah. But it's like so every time someone said, dies, I go another one, man. You're right. So every time somebody dies, it's it's really about your survival. It's really just another sign that you're never going to die. But <laughs> that's. I don't think that's narcissistic. It's it's. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's just. <laughs> no, he died and I'm here. He Mark it down. There's another one. <laughs> another one. Do, I mean, don't you feel a little bit like. I don't, uh, I don't know. Don't you feel like you're special? <laughs> uh, it's I you. did. It's when you. I was a kid, I did. Yeah, I still feel like that. Well, when I was. You still feel like that. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I see that. And here's what I find interesting about that. Throughout the episode, you can tell that Louis C.K. starts to realize that uh, Burke Kreischer is an actual narcissist, and he really thinks highly of himself. So I, 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 don't, I don't prefer these takes that are very literal and like telling you what to think and how to feel. But I, it, I, I really, we both really, Shane and I both really enjoyed the uh, the back and forth where. He asks Louis if he if Louis thinks he's special, and that was just hilarious <laughs> to us. Well, I thought they were talking about all the comics who die and how Bert felt. Oh, that's what you got. Okay, interesting. Surviving because uh, in LA comedy, I think he means that we yeah. lose. Okay, yeah, probably one to two comics a month. To be honest, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, Brody was, I think, the biggest blow to the L.A. comedy scene, right? Yeah, he was supposed to do my podcast the day he killed himself. Uh, and me not knowing what had happened yet, I left him a message going, Hey, man, at least you could do is call me a dick. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. I think he would have wanted that. Because <laughs> I talked to him, you know, uh, in the hallway of the comedy store, probably right before he did it and uh, I saw no signs of uh, this guy's going to kill himself in two hours mm. that's crazy I mean it's not crazy but it is uh, surreal to say the least yeah I mean I, I'm around so much death and, and I'm friends with a lot of pro wrestlers and there's just as much death in that business as well so I'm immune to it like when I hear someone dies, a comic, you know, I think the last person who died, I cried for maybe two minutes, and then I was like, "It's time to order Postmates." Yeah, it's it's a it's yeah. time kind of calluses your. Uh, well, I mean, I didn't really, <clears throat> I didn't really have any tragedy until I was in my mid thirties. No one really died until my dad did, when I was thirty six. So everything was fine up until that point, and then I had to like deal with it as an adult. Um, but you had uh, tragedy, I think, in your teenage years. Is that right? Well, I mean, I lost my parents when I was 32 months apart. Um, right. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. So that that was um, a kind of a lesson in how to deal with death, you know, multiple deaths, uh, you know, close together. Because uh, when my uh, mom passed... We didn't even have time to be sad. We had to go right, right to my dad because we knew he was going to die pretty soon. Um, wow. And I'm actually glad it happened that way because they really loved each other. So, uh, 
you know, it sounds weird to say that, but right. Uh, but some they were so they were so strangely they were strange parents. They slept in separate rooms. Uh, Mom literally went to bed at seven a.m. Dad got up at seven a.m. Uh, but they loved each other. It was just a weird, you know, upbringing. But uh, yeah, the first death that I had, and, and anyone who the few fans I have out there will know the first person who died in my life that meant a lot to me was Leroy, the butler. Mm. Um, and I was probably about 12 years old. That I visit his grave once a year still. Really? That's awesome. I mean, it's great to be able to keep anyone's memory alive um, through the energy that you're able to still create uh, and and generate. So uh, we don't want to depress our audience uh, too much. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, I mean I, I I like to get into these things, but we we you know we're trying to we're trying to put on a funny show here. Uh, but I'm real I'm I'm really uh, fascinated by all of that. Uh, you know the the human experience. That's uh, something that I'm really fascinated by, and maybe that's another podcast. But, but there is humor in death, like absolutely. It's the comedy tragedy. Yeah, I mean I was in charge with my older sister the funeral arrangements and we would go to the casket place and he's selling us caskets like a car. You know, he's like, Hey, <laughs> <Yeah>. this one's <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Your mom will love it. It's velour and uh, she's got plenty of head space. Literally saying she's got plenty of head space. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I didn't know this about caskets or coffins that I thought they just put them in the ground, but apparently you have to buy a, uh, it's like a cement holder that makes right. sure the coffin doesn't sink into the ground. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. And he's like, well, you know, this one's $500, but I wouldn't bury my dog in this one. And then he's sales pitching us this $1,000 cement. You know. <laughs> it's such a fucking weird experience when you're in that position. Jeez. And you're just being sold. You're being upsold on right? caskets. You're like, well, and then I really love my mother. Later, but two months later, he does the same thing with my dad. Like, Ugh. the same guy. He recognizes us. He's like, hey, Earl, hey, Virginia. Back for more. I'm like, well, oh, man, uh, dude. He's like, well, your dad was a big guy, so let's get him the, the Cadillac of coffins, he called it. I'm like, dude. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Mm. <laughs> it's funny it now. Is. It is now, but it wasn't yes. really at the time. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, you know, but we do have uh, some contributors on this show, and they do send in some interesting uh, pictures, and we're going to get into uh, the contributors here. Uh, Earl, definitely play along here. Uh, so contributor Jake Steins. Oh, and we have an email, everybody. You can send us your bullshit or whatever the fuck. Uh, we do have uh, some contributors. Contributor Jake Stein sent us this photo of keychains he saw for sale at his store. Uh, let's check this out and see what the fuck kind of keychains these are. Okay. Um, Ew. What the fuck? What? What does that say? It says not for your butt, but it's eight dollars. Is it a pen? It looks like a rectal probe. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it looks like a rectal probe. I mean, who are they to say what you can do with the keychain? Right. I mean, 
Huh. What do you well, think, I mean, girl? It's really scary that they have to say, not for your butt, like <laughs> people thought it would be. Like I said, yeah, they thought it would work. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, thank you, uh, whatever her, uh, his or, what was his name? Jake. Jake, yeah, okay, there there he goes, oh shit, okay. Uh, <laughs> this is the kind of shit show you get here, Eight Earl. bucks is a good price. What's that? Eight bucks is a good price. It is. That actually yeah. is a good price for... It's, it's pretty decent, yeah. A butt toy. Oh, oh okay. I mean, I guess. Okay, yeah, all right. I don't Lovely know about that. <laughs> Um, okay, <clears throat> so we got we definitely have uh, some stories that we're going to get to here. We got uh, the chat that's playing along. Do we have any interesting comments for Earl? We'll, we'll uh, actually sure put we it. cool background music here. Let me turn that down. Okay, we need interesting comments for Earl, Shayna. Uh, we love Shayna. The world loves Shayna. Who the fuck <laughs> is that? How dare they not say anything about it? What are they saying? <laughs> they said that, yeah. Uh, they're trying got? to distract us. Uh, Brian has lost his chat viewing privileges. That's true. That is true, yes. I have too much shit going on over here. Yeah. Uh, okay. Are you guys a couple? I'm new to your show, like, to a degree. Like, Are you guys married? No. Well, yeah, oh. a boyfriend, girlfriend. We've been together for almost four years. Four years, yeah. yeah. So it's got a steel toe vibe. I mean, <laughs> like kind of. A little bit. We we yeah. actually met on um, Steel Toe's dating website. Yeah. Where he actually, you know, he, if you're a podcaster, you can sign up, <laughs> or if you're a radio host, you can sign up, and then you can meet other, uh, you know, people on there. It's really cool. Okay. It's really cool. <laughs> no. The show is called Total BS. So we uh, we yeah. we joke. We joke. Yeah, the BS is for Brian and Shayna. But it also means something. But it kind of took on a life of its own. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we do it over here. <laughs> I love it. Um, and we got, uh, okay. All right. That was a, that was a chat music there. Um, we got some stories to get into. Holy shit. Fuck, that was loud. Oh, my God. Ow. Okay. We have to do some volume adjustments here. This is a shit show, by the way, Earl. Um, and uh, yeah. with the shit show, Chet said they can—they're having trouble hearing Earl. So can you can turn yeah, him up yeah, a little bit? Yeah, I got yeah. him. Uh, he's combined with the sound effects, so we have to play those carefully. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we got. Uh, Three reasons to fuck on the first date. I think um, Daddy Man is uh, prepared to answer these questions, right? <laughs> Do I have to come up with all three reasons? No, no. <laughs> we're going to... Uh, one each. Well, this guy is going to tell you first, and then we're going to get into okay. um, <laughs> what you think of this fucking video. All right. So this guy that looks like um, a sober uh, Burt Kreiser... Uh, let's let's we'll check it out. See what happens. Here we go. Here's three reasons why having sex on the first date or the second date is a great idea. You're probably thinking, "What? That's crazy! Sex on the first date? That's insane!" That's Everyone so says the weird. Opposite. I'm going to tell you why. Number one, use your intuition. If you have an absolutely amazing evening with someone that's super romantic, the sexual chemistry is palpable, and you both want to do it, then do it. Number two, you have to remember human beings were spiritual, emotional creatures, okay? We can't live our life by a set of rules. It has to be some flexibility in there. So if you both really feel like it, it'd be very unnatural not to do it. Thirdly, 
be aware. It's unnatural. You'll use your intuition, okay? So I'm a very high-value person, a high achiever. Oh. I value sex very highly as well. I like those hearts. If my partner I have now didn't sleep with me on the first date, I would never have called her again, and I was looking for a wife, okay? So you've got to use your intuition and realize it's very powerful, and let love have a chance to blossom. Don't hold yourself back with a bunch of silly rules. Earlier thoughts. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this is great. We get to I mean, I've that. had sex on the first date. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like to wait at least one date. You know, if if you really like the girl, mm-hmm. uh, I think you can wait. Um, otherwise, I I've never had a long term relationship based on working on the first date. That sounds that sounds respectable. It's a respectable answer. Shana? <laughs> I mean, we waited. <laughs> like a day. How many, oh, how many yeah. days well, did okay. you guys take? How many days? It was the second date, but technically it was the next day. See? Well, you asked me out for our second date on our first date, like for the next day. Because so. why not? Yeah. Why not double down like it's blackjack, you know? Yeah. Like, oh my god, I just hit an 11? <laughs> fucking double down that shit. It's fucking awesome. That's when you used to gamble a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, no, I don't, because I lost... Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to get into... What do you gamble on? Or what, oh, what I was, did you gamble on? I was, I was betting blackjack, <laughs> yeah. The online blackjack back in uh, 2019, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. I won a lot of... Like $10,000 and I lost it all. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Really helped out my debt situation. <laughs> but, you know. I mean, I used to bet on the horses. I had a for sure fire way to win on horse racing. What's your What's your tactic? You're going to think I'm doing a bit here, but if you if there is a pure white horse in the race, they always win. Oh, interesting. Not a great horse. A white. There's white very horse. few albino horses, but it's something uh, in their in the genes that, and they all race the same way. They start out dead last, and then they come on like gangbusters. And uh, hmm. the, you know, it's it's like a good white basketball player. They're very rare. Right. It seems a little racist. It seems like a winning tactic. <laughs> well, I mean, it's honest. <laughs> it's honest. Yeah, we gotta give them that. <laughs> I mean, name me one good white basketball player playing right now. Hmm. You got to think about it. I, yeah, I don't know. I know a lot of white hockey players. <laughs> Aren't they mostly all white? That's well. That's true. That's no, true. there's like there's like seventy black players in the league, but they all have white names, so they slip them under the radar. <laughs> oh, wow. Earl's a connoisseur of wrestling and hockey. Wow. Everybody. Um, yes. I did my research. Fuck yeah. Okay. Uh, let's do let's do some research on this guy, uh, who's really he, he's stunning and brave. He he's actually going through some hardships right now with the vaccine, and um, <clears throat> he's actually he's showing he's showing the world what you know what happened to him. We'll just we'll take a look and see see what we got going on. Hey guys, uh, I don't usually make this kind of content, um, but I've been seeing a lot of people kind of make fun of those. COVID shake videos, and definitely some of them are fake, but um, yeah, it happened to me. 
don't know. I didn't want to talk about it at the time because it was too political, but oh god, I think now is appropriate. Uh, so I'm gonna just release some footage about my experience. So this is footage of me about two days after I got my first shot. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, wow. Oh, that's the worst. I don't know if we can play that. That's terrible. Vac- did the vaccine make you do that, Earl? He's kind of got a nice butt. Um, be like that guy who said Sam Kennison isn't funny probably thinks that's funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, oh, uh, I can't. Uh, it's just a different generation. Um, there's, would, I, would you you would you would agree that there's like multifaceted levels and planes of like who likes what level kind of comedy, right? Like there, there's it's, it's people laugh at the stupidest shit on SNL, and I'm like, why? What? Why, why? Why is that funny? How are they still in business? I mean, I haven't found SNL funny since Norm Macdonald left. Yeah. I mean, yeah, same here. Uh, and that's not a crack on the show. You know, I've, I've a lot of friends who've been on the show. It just, uh, you know, how, how many good, you know, remember back in the day, you could name, you know, you know, the copy machine guy was funny, the, the Chippendales, uh, uh, I guess, sketch, you'd call it, with oh. Chris Farley and Swayze. Swayze, oh. oh that was great. It was brilliant. And Norm on OJ, like now, <laughs> you can't name one funny sketch of the last five years. Uh, Isn't that the so, same with music, though? Like it's it's like music and, and comedy are kind of intertwined in a weird uh, s- sort of way, where it goes in waves, right? Like, and uh, I've i just never found music or um, not not ex- excluding comedy. There was different waves of comedy in the last 20 years, but there really hasn't been anything in, in my understanding. And also my kids, my, my daughter's uh, approaching 13 and she loves everything from the nineties. Like it, it, it's, there's nothing new that except like Taylor Swift or whatever, but. Well, like uh, my last girlfriend, uh, I guess I'd call her my ex fiance. She, was trying to sales pitch me the Daniel Craig James Bond. <laughs> uh, and I was trying to sales pitch her Roger Moore. So we sat there and we said, okay, we'll watch one of each. You pick one, I'll pick one. So I picked Moonraker, which was uh, like the, the Star Wars James Bond. <laughs> she picked the very first James Bond with Daniel Craig. And I was bored. Uh, right. Because he was... He's too good of an actor. Uh, and then she thought the Roger Moore James Bond was stupid. Um, so it, it really is. And it's like action movies. I She loved the Fast and Furious movies. And I said, we're going to sit down and watch Cobra by Stallone. <laughs> and she looked like she wanted to split her eyeballs open with razors. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, if, so I, it, if it's we, just a generation thing. It really is. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like um, all entertainment now is so like polished. 
It's so yeah. polished and overproduced. And a rehash of a rehash of it a is. whoops of a rehash, you know? Yeah. I mean, I watched. Uh, I'm a big fan of Rocky, and mm-hmm. really the first two, and then I kind of checked the best. out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I watched Creed two, I guess it was, mm-hmm. uh, and it, I felt like I was watching a video game. It, it wasn't <laughs> like if you watched the first two Rockies, it looked like you were watching a boxing, uh, like a real boxing match, uh, right? And uh, there's no CGI. There's no. I mean. You know, the budget in Rocky was so low that when Stallone walks into the Spectrum for the very first time, which was actually just the sports arena in L.A., but um, his poster in the arena was of red shorts. But they (laughs) had such a low budget, they couldn't change the poster because in the fight, he was wearing white shorts. But they (laughs) they couldn't even... That's how little money that movie was made for. Uh, it was Whereas just like now a Star Wars. Put a CGI shorts on. Yeah, yeah, to- totally. It's, you, you nailed that exactly right. It's like the Star Wars of uh, boxing. Fucking. Yeah, it's just too perfect now. People like yeah, the I flaws. Mean, yeah. You know that last Fast and Furious movie that I saw. I, I think they were in space. Like it was <laughs> what? <laughs> like it was like. I mean, I know. Like when I watched the movie Predator, yeah, oh. and I don't mean the Harvey Weinstein story, but like, <laughs> uh, I know there's not a real alien killing eight guys and a girl in the jungle. But you know, if you watch Predator, you think you're watching a documentary. It's so realistic. Yeah, uh, but nowadays the monster movies or, or superhero movies, it's, it's like you're watching Nintendo. It does. Yeah. It does feel like a video game. It's like uh, art imitated life, and then life in it, or life imitated. I don't know how that fucking works. It just sucks now. Like they're making multiple sequels of like the fucking the Ghostbusters, like the female version. Like I, I just didn't. Who who goes to see that? Well, people just run out of ideas, and like, well, this, we're all out of ideas. This works, so let's <laughs> let's just put a twist on this. Uh, and people it, went. Yeah, I mean, I they, mean, they made money. It wasn't a huge success, but. They probably broke even. It was all for the money, I think. Yeah. It seems right. Yeah, I mean, there. I you know the Bad News Bears remake was horrible. Like, oh, I didn't bother. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know they made one. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> they made another they remade, one. Wow. They remade one, and Billy Bob Thornton is the Walter Matthau. Oh. Role, I guess, but like, if you watch the first Bad News Bears. You could tell that none of those kids were actors. Yeah. They were just. I think the casting director said they they would go by little league games and go. Oh, that kid looks. That kid's fat. He could be the catcher. Um, <laughs> yeah. And well, that's my. You know, people ask me since I'm in Hollywood, what's the best Hollywood? What's the best way to describe Hollywood in a nutshell? Yeah. And I always say that. The first catcher from the Bad News Bears got fired from the sequel because he lost weight and he got taller. <laughs> he was the Ethel. Like he was literally told, you're not fat enough. He was the Ethel of the Bad News Bears. Like, yeah. I, I love Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> That's Can you imagine what that did to that kid's mm. psyche that, you know, he, he probably lost weight because he played sports or something and got taller and he was told that's ah, sorry we're gonna go with this guy he's fatter than you <laughs> oh 
God, Hollywood is is so fucked up. That's why I never wanted my kids to get into that industry as as children. It's just it's too mani- manipulative, and and people want to control you. Mm-hmm. And look at Drew Barrymore; she has her own show, and she's on her knees like half the time, like touching guests. It's it's the weirdest what? fucking thing. Yeah, I've seen clips out there where she's like, you know, like oh my god, I love you, and she's like crawling on her knees, like. <laughs> She's like a 55-year-old, 5-year-old. trying to be real. That's what that is. No, it's not real. It's fucked up. <laughs> yeah, but she got to hang with Billy Idol at Studio 54 when she was like 8. That's yeah. pretty cool. Pretty cool. It's pretty, pretty fucking cool. cool. Right? <laughs> All right, here's something else that's pretty cool. Uh, do you know about iglooing? Do you know that term, Earl? I, I, I'm afraid to ask. Well, we're going to find out. Here we go. Help, I'm scarred for life. I'm going to introduce you to something called iglooing and change your life forever. First of all, I like the uh, the British accent really is soothing. Yeah, it, it makes me feel nice. like I'm watching a documentary about uh, igloo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's continue. Oh, God, here we go. Don't, wa- don't watch this whilst eating, everybody. Okay? If you're eating, put that shit down right now. Okay. Back in 2018, my husband expressed a desire to connect with some American expats here in Croatia. On Facebook, we found a group of about a dozen people from the States who met weekly for drinks and various other activities. A year into meeting them all, two guys who shared an apartment, let's call them Ryan and Alex, decided to host a Thanksgiving dinner. We arrived at Ryan and Alex's apartment at 8am to get everything ready. Jesus, that's early for a dinner. Marissa and I started moving the frozen goods in the freezer drawer around to make room for a dessert that needed to be chilled. It was then that Marissa pulled out a particular Ziploc with what looked like four sausages inside. My husband picked up the bag with a look of disgust and asked, are these condoms? He then took a closer look and threw the bag away like it was the devil itself while gagging and gasping for air. There in the Ziploc were four perfectly straight frozen logs of shit in neatly tied condoms. What? Laura. That's from Paula. (laughs) We stared at each other in shock while my husband was still gagging on the balcony behind us. When Ryan came home, we showed him the bag and he just rolled his eyes and walked into Alex's room. The fact that he wasn't shocked at our discovery shocked us even more for a few minutes until Alex emerged from his bedroom, looking all kinds of embarrassed and explained, apparently, Alex is into something called iglooing, which for all you fellow clueless souls means that he likes to freeze his poo in condoms and then use it like a dildo. Jesus fucking Christ on a bike. Oh, my God. He uses his own poo to shag his arse. Yeah. I have too much going on right now to deal with this shit. No pun intended. (laughs) How does he get it out of the toilet into the condom? I don't know! He poos it straight into the condom. I don't know. He poos it into the condom. He does. Okay, can we not and talk William, about William, he poos it into the condom. <laughs> so ties it up and puts it in the <laughs> It's like he just <laughs> found out that Jesus wasn't real or something. Well, you ever heard of that? Why not just use the dildo? I don't right? know. <laughs> Maybe because it, it was like perfectly shaped to go up that's, there again. That's some weird fetish. Ugh. Mm. I mean, it just seems unnecessary. It really uh, does, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. I live in West Hollywood. There's like dildo stores every other store, so I'm immune to it at this point. Right? <laughs> maybe maybe they live somewhere that that wasn't accessible. Oh, I mean, they okay. did say it was in Croatia, so. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe. Cro- Croatia bans dildos. Yeah. 
Maybe that's a thing. Hmm? I'm going to assume there's not a lot of dildo stores in Croatia. <laughs> I don't think it's like Vegas. That's why you have to igloo. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. I think we just answered that one. Okay, here we go. Hey, iglooing. All right. Uh, oh, here's a good story for you, Earl. Um, Japan has some weird wrestling uh, fetishes. I don't know if you've seen some videos, but... Uh, <laughs> What the hell is going on with Japan? Uh, <clears throat> I've never seen this move before. So uh, I know you're a big fan of wrestling. I love your uh, Ric Flair memes. I often compliment you uh, by posting the same things and liking the same things that you do. But uh, <laughs> here's uh, some Japan wrestling, and I, I just can't nail down what the fuck they're doing. Okay, let's just check this out. Oh my god. <laughs> um This is a wrestling move? That's a wrestling move, everybody. Do you know what that's called? Is that uh Is that something? Um, I mean, the referee I know Mr. Vince McMahon used to have the kiss my ass club, but that seems a bit more than that. <laughs> so it seems a little bit more aggressive, right? But in Japan, they like the freaky stuff, man. I mean, they... That's true. Have you, have you been to Japan? I have not, but I'm a big fan of uh, MMA, so... Uh, oh, you really like a screenshot. Oh, I thought you were yeah. going to say anime. <laughs> it sounds very close. <laughs> oh, no. uh, I'm a little too old for anime, but... Uh, <laughs> you know, in, in Japan, they had a company called the Pride, Pride Fighting, mm. and... They specialized in uh, mismatches. Like they would have this guy by the name of Hongman Choi, who was I think seven five. Oh yeah, oh, he was huge. Yeah, Freak. and he would fight like a guy five eight. Yeah, um, <laughs> and usually the guy who was five eight would beat him because he was a horrible fighter. He was just a big guy. So, <laughs> I could see Japan being into the freakier side of scat wrestling. Scat wrestling, yeah, that's very interesting. Very good. Yeah, they're probably into igloo-ing also. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. They probably they bring, probably invented that. <laughs> bring out igloos all the time. Um, uh, speaking of uh, some, uh, you know, uh, speaking of a little trouble, uh, we got another story here that we're going to get the thing on. There, there's uh, some road rage out there that we can't really, you know, decipher, and I think. Uh, w- with your help, I think we can maybe uh, understand what's going on here. Okay, let's take a look. Not to see them over there. Go scare them. Oh, let's do it. Oh, fuck. Did you cut? You want? I can see that getting millions of views on TikTok. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta see that again because that was. Uh, s- see them over there? Was it? Did it have a, a tonneau cover on the back? Oh my god! It's exactly the same fucking truck. That's amazing. See, I think that's pretty funny because that shows some level of creativity. Right. Uh, on, I'm assuming the two adults in the video are the creators. Uh, 
That's pretty funny. Yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> we we want to give him some. Uh, oh, we'll give him. A, we'll give him a ding. Ooh, that's loud. Okay, we're, we're not going to do the sound effects because we need to adjust that for the for the Zoom calls. Like the guy dancing in his underwear in the kitchen. I, I didn't find that funny at all. But yeah, that's, it's a that's weird. Not very creative. Yeah. It's just, hey, look at me. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That was a There's, cheap shot. Exactly. Um. <clears throat> oh. The. Uh, oh. Okay. This, this is an interesting story about. Uh, have you ever seen fake stand-up videos on uh, online at all? Like people just uh, in front of like a black curtain and pretending to do stand-up with like fake applause and all that shit. Like no audience. No audience. Yeah. I've seen people in front of a real audience bombing and they post the video. Like I was in the room, so I know how it went. And then they put it up on YouTube and there's all of a sudden uproarious laughter. Uh, oh, oh, that's shit. even better. You're not talking so, about Brendan Schaub, are you? I mean, like, we, we you know, we, I mean, uh, <laughs> we, we, <laughs> I mean, it's funny. I was every podcast. You know, I watched his special. Yeah, what because you, uh, we did too. Every podcast I would go on, they would ask me about him, and I like, well, you know, I want to watch it with an open mind, and um, you know, I mean, uh, it, it was a little rough. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't exactly. think, you know, and I feel bad for him because I'm sure his manager or. His guidance people were like, hey, dude, you're famous. You're on Showtime now. You got to do a special right now or we'll move on. So, uh, you know, he just wasn't ready, you know. Yeah. But but shouldn't your people, if they're on your team, tell you, hey, maybe you shouldn't do this? There's a lot of yes people out there, though, you know, that want to have yeah. jobs still. <laughs> That's the problem. Well, well, I gave one of his uh, managers or one of his team, the best advice, because I was taking a meeting on something for me, and mm -hmm. uh, I don't think he had a lot of advisors around him who were stand-up savvy. So right, I right. told him, whatever you do, and of course they did it, don't give him a special. <laughs> I said, <laughs> he's famous, put his name on the show, say, call it Brendan Schaub and Friends, mm -hmm. and you have him host it. Probably got five passable minutes, and then he brings on either three of his famous friends, like mm -hmm. at the time, uh, Rogan, Dalia, and Callan. Of course, you'd have to change that lineup, but uh, <laughs> or you have like people of my fame level, which is basically no fame. Uh, hey, here's three friends you should know. Uh, right. <laughs> Do you want to be you know, famous? Uh, I want to be respected as a comic, so right. uh, I'd, I'd, I'd be willing to sacrifice fame for going, hey, Earl's funny. Uh, Absolutely. But I'm probably in the wrong business with that mindset, so, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right now, at 54, I'll take whatever I get. Uh, so I would have done something like that where, he, you know, he, he still gets his name on the title and, you know, it's his show and... Uh, exactly. It just it was, uh, well, That's uh, kind of like what Bill Burr did last year. It's pretty Remember he did uh, Bill Burr and Friends? Yeah, and uh, that wasn't received as well as a lot of people <laughs> thought. Uh, <laughs> I think people were expecting more Bill Burr and less Friends. Well, the, the people that he's elevating, I think, are funny people. It's just they don't have a great act yet. 
You know, like I think Jessica Kirsten. Well, I think my one friend. Yeah, no, uh, Steph Tolov was on that, oh, and she's great. She is the real fucking deal. I love everything that she posts. Uh, she does not give a fuck, and she's just open. And I, I've never seen an, uh, a woman comic destroy as hard as she is doing right now. Like she, she's on another level. I don't think I've seen her yet. Oh, she's amazing. And a lot of times I have to follow her at the comedy store. So it's <laughs> it's made me a better comic yeah. because we're kind of different energies. She's a little more loud and boisterous and I'm kind of like Stephen Wright-ish almost. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I love her and she's she's almost like a female Kennison to bring it full circle. A little bit, like, yeah. She's yeah. very uh, aggressive. and uh, But yeah, I mean, I think... You know, when it's Bill Burr, people want to see Bill Burr. Like, they don't want to see me or, or Steph or, you know, really anybody. It's But, like, when it was Brendan Schaub, I think that would have benefited from, you know, uh, like, if you had me, Sarah, Tiana, and Steph uh, on, uh, yeah. you know, everyone walks away happy. He gets the money from his name in the show. We get the exposure, and then we walk away happy. But mm-hmm. it had to be hard for him. Here's where I feel bad for him, because all his friends are famous comics. You know, Rogan, at the time, Delia and Callan, yeah. uh, you know, Theo Vaughn, Bert. Yeah. And he's the only one with no special. I'm saying at the time. Right. So I'm sure he was like a little kid going, well, I want a special too. <laughs> not knowing... <laughs> I mean, I don't know him. I've done one show with him. He was nice enough. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I don't but. doubt that he's a nice person in 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 person. Uh, but his idea of comedy, uh, we're talking about Brendan Schaub, his idea of comedy is a little um, uh, just. It doesn't align with the universe. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> it doesn't align with the universe of what's funny right now. Well, Some he hasn't people. paid his dues yet, so I think, yeah. you know, to make me the bad guy, it would be like if I just wanted to do MMA all of a sudden out of the blue. Right. Um, it's a weird category. What's happening? You know, uh, I don't. Uh, Doesn't it take like what, like at least seven years before you can even like get decent <laughs> at comedy <laughs> to get through all I mean, the pitfalls? Yeah. Yeah. It took me a lot longer, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Adam Sandler told me it took him nine years to yeah. feel comfortable, and that's him. Uh, right. So, you know, Brendan, you know, I, I don't exactly know what his uh, practice schedule was for stand-up, but, you know, my first three or four years, I was going up three times a night, seven nights a week. Like, I was an animal. Oh, wow. That's perfect, yeah. But that's and I what wrote you gotta all day, do, though. Uh, yeah. So I don't think he did that. So at three or four years in, you know, he probably developed mentally was at still a year level of comedy, you know. Mm. But you know, it's like the fat kid from Bad News Bears. He was his managers <laughs> probably said, Dude, you're doing a special now or we're gonna give it to somebody else. You want it? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I feel bad for him because I know how the comedy world yeah. works. Oh, it's fucking yeah. brutal. 
And he was friends with Joe Rogan, and, and Joe Rogan kind of elevated his. Uh, you know, it was like a one. There was one episode where uh, Joe challenged him on his MMA skills, and he's like, "You dude, you need to get out of MMA because you're going to get hurt, and you you need to do comedy, like you know, because it's mm. it's fun, and I do it, and you can do it too." And um, but I don't. I don't I think, think that was bad advice. Well, I, I just don't think uh, he knew the challenges or understood um, what he was getting into. And he's still, he's still, um, I like him as a good heel, like on, uh, everything. <laughs> it's just when he laughs at himself, that's good for his, him as a comedian, but, um, it doesn't make everything that he does funny. And right. it's just, uh, it's, it's, a it's a fickle beast these well, days. Uh, Tafkin chat says, uh, someday CTE comedy is going to be super popular and you're all going to be sorry. <laughs> yeah, all the people that are getting slapped in that slap competition are going to be comedians eventually. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. that I watched it last week for the first <laughs> What'd time. What do you think about that uh, shit? That's crazy. So I have a lot of friends who uh, are in AEW wrestling. Right. Um, and that airs right after AEW. So mm-hmm. I think I'll watch it. I've never laughed so hard in my life. Like, <laughs> you know. Whoops. <laughs> You know, I'm 54, so I grew up watching All in the Family, uh, MASH, uh, Alan Alda. The Jeffersons. A lot of I Alan mean, Alda stuff. Great, <laughs> these great, great comedies and, and Johnny Carson. And, oh, yeah. And the fact that the funniest show on TV to me right now is Slap Wars. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you know, I'm glad I'm my age. <laughs> That's fucking great! Oh God. Okay. Um. Let's let's keep moving on. We got uh, about ten more minutes. Uh, we thank you, Earl. Thank you so much for hanging out. Um. We got uh, well, thank this. Thank you guys. I'm big fans. I'm new fans, but I'm big fans. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank I think you. Thank the you. one clip I saw you guys were talking about Steel Toe, and I, it just randomly popped on my feed. And not that you guys were talking poorly about them, but you were. Uh, critiquing them and i'm like oh, i'm gonna watch these guys for a bit and uh oh thank you because you guys are like the to me the heavy metal version of steel toe like, uh, <laughs> i think I, I think so you know we're, yeah, we're, we'll, we'll take that as a compliment that's a great compliment yeah. we're gonna give you some applause <laughs> and we'll cut that right off okay uh so let's we'll take a look at um this uh clip of fake stand-up and then we'll get into our uh our we always like to have our viewers uh, desensitized to all the bullshit. We play like more uh, happy stuff towards the end of our program to like, you know, let them go back into the world. Cleanse the palate a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we try to make sure that they're ready to go back into the uh, society there. Uh, but let's check this out and see what this guy is doing to fake uh, stand up because it seems a little odd. Okay, here we go. Ooh. You guys have a friend who can't just order at restaurants because they have to make lots of weird substitutions to their food. I hate that zombie what is shit. That? What is it? Okay, is well, it oh, this is an opinion movie? piece. Sorry. Is that a guy recording? <laughs> I like this guy. Sets in his living room and adding a laugh track? I'm pretty sure it is. What the shit is that? <laughs> I cannot believe he has a million followers. Million followers? Is that all you have to do? And buying shirts from city trends that are eight years old fashion-wise? What the fuck are we doing, dude? This is pathetic. 
I cannot believe he has one million followers. What a piece of shit, dude. And some of you may be like, no, it sounds like real stand-up. No, no. It's go through his own page, okay? I'll show you. Here's what he did. Make lots of weird substitutions to their food. <laughs> and here's what else. Here's what real stand-up sounds like. To be um, the guy who is in charge of web design at Craigslist. Silence. <laughs> no. Do those sound even remotely similar to you? I'm going to lose my mind. This is going to ruin the rest of my day. I cannot believe he has recording slack-ass videos in his living room. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this guy's very passionate about stand-up comedy, Earl. Um, uh, what, what's yeah, your, I could tell. What's your take on it? Reminds me of Bruce Gray. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I love Bruce Gray. Bruce Gray, yeah, (laughs) we love Uh, Bruce Gray. I mean, he seems a little upset. Like (laughs) I don't, I don't think I'm that upset about the guy using fake uh, crowd noise. Um, But yeah, (laughs) what? What? I I don't know what the angle is for the people actually doing that because when you get in front of a real crowd with real comics, you know, if that guy's on a show, the first guy. on a show with, say, me and Bruce uh, and, and Bruce's girlfriend, uh, he's going to be exposed yeah. pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, Kelly is so, great. But by I don't the think. Way. Oh, Kelly's awesome. Like, I, love she, her. I just love her. Yeah. She keeps it real. And, um, love those. Yeah. But uh, I don't think these TikTok people, and, and I don't think they. Uh, think about the long term of, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to have to get in front of a real crowd at some point with. Bruce or Earl or Kelly or Steph or whoever. Uh, Do you know uh, uh, Mike? Uh, what's his name? Mike Turner. Mike Turner. Yeah, yeah. We were on the uh, Shane Doan roast together. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, see, we have a um, <clears throat> a very unique uh, comedy scene out here in Ventura County. Uh, where we do a lot of the best shows outside of a pizza place in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Like Eddie Pepitone's done that. Um, uh, Fitzsimmons. Greg Fitzsimmons. Yeah. Uh, who, who else we got here? Uh, some really good I don't know. shows. We're, we're not trying to drop names, but it's kind of nice that uh, LA Comics drive out to us, so we don't have to take a drive in, in the traffic. Well, I love the guy who used to do the Ventura Comedy Club, uh, but this is like. 10 maybe even 15 years ago he paid cash gave you mm. as soon as you pulled up you got paid and oh, uh, nice. um andres no it was mm. this is my god maybe ooh, boy 2006 2007 maybe. Uh, i'm sure he's okay. long gone yeah. by now uh yeah it's actually that. closed that comedy club's not even there anymore yeah it's i mean well i mean i, I would imagine that uh to run a a full-time comedy club in Ventura, not 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 because it's Ventura, but just you know you. There's a lot of old people really, out here. <laughs> I mean, you got to really book great comics, so because oh, yeah. it's pretty much the same people coming every week. But you know, booking great comics costs a lot of money. So uh, yeah, you know, comedy is uh, it's a tough business to make money off of if you're a promoter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the the scene out here that we're talking about that um, I don't know if you know the comedian Jake Gallo. 
but he I don't, but he probably doesn't know me either. <laughs> yeah, he's been putting he's been putting together these shows and bringing out all the comics from LA, so Yeah, he's been doing but a great job. But it's tough. I mean, to get someone like Eddie Pepitone out to Ventura or uh, you know, Craig Fitzsimmons, I mean, it, it's I can only imagine that that cost, I would guess, $1,000 for either one of them. I don't think so, because these are free shows at a pizza parlor in the parking lot. <laughs> it's the oh, fucking I mean, coolest punk know. rock shit. I don't know how he's pulling it off. It's the coolest punk rock shit really I've ever is. seen for comedy. Yeah. But oh, yeah. sometimes people will take it. Well, uh, I, I mean, I don't know what Jake's uh, business model is, but like some sometimes the promoter will say, here's 500 bucks. Here's, I'll take the loss. I just want Eddie Pepitone here. Uh, <laughs> That's what we did for uh, Josh Adam Myers before he, he moved to New York. That's, yeah, we, we'd put on a show out here and had Josh come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you you can do it. It, it just... Uh, Costs money. It, I mean, usually... I mean, uh, did you guys serve alcohol at this uh, event? We did, yeah. So that's where you make the money if mm-hmm. you're the promoter. Like yep. you pretty much take it in the you know what, mm-hmm. uh, just can, to get you people can say in the ass. Room. It's fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't want. I didn't know. I didn't want to get you demonetized <laughs> on YouTube. This shit's uh, going down after. Like we're gonna put it on a different <laughs> server in Amsterdam. It's fine. It's <laughs> no. This wasn't. We were uh, actually supposed to do a dirtier show than this, and it's just we were we got stuck on YouTube for technical complications. Right. But uh, but anyways. Um, <clears throat> Earl, we thank you so much. Uh, we got one more. Sh- uh, we got one one more story for you, if you don't sure. mind uh, hanging out for it. Uh, these are some old folks that uh, have some things to say about relationship goals. Okay, uh, they got relationship goals in their you know retirement age, and it, it's just um, I, I think it's pretty good advice for anybody that is aging and uh, wants to, you know, sling some puss. Okay, let's check this out. (laughs) When you've been boning the same special woman for as long as I have, you learn how to really turn her inside out with a rock-hard cock. Since we've met, we've fucked thousands of times. But even today, there's nobody I'd rather have deep-dicking me at night and fucking me again in the morning. People ask how we've lasted so long. And I say it's all about accepting change. When Doris was younger, she liked to be thrown around like a rag doll. But these days, she doesn't care what I do as long as I give her pussy the drilling it needs. On the other hand, he's still the same old Isaac. He loved coming on my tits 55 years ago, and he still does today. Well, heck, if it ain't broke. My parents actually started fucking each other in 1927. And they continued banging in every conceivable position until my father died in 1977. (laughs) I like to think that he taught me a little something about blowing my load in the same hole night after night. We want people to know how important it is to find someone to fuck. I mean, really fuck the living shit out of. I want to be an old person and talk like this. For 55 years. I guess you're doing something right. The floating when you've been space or something like that? Okay, well, Jesus Christ, congratulations <laughs> to those people for <laughs> getting those old actors to say all that shit. I know. Holy right. fuck. God damn it. Oh, my God. Good for them. Good for them. And uh, 
good for you, uh, Earl. We um, we wanted to play you out with some rat music. Uh, we don't have that available. We, we would love to have you on again um, in the future uh, and uh, talk some more bullshit. Yes, and this Fuck is yeah. uh, this is a ray gun that Steve Stevens himself sent me. <laughs> you got guitar you, player. You have Billy so Idol. many um, uh, little uh, trinkets. J- trinkets, yeah. You have uh, re- re- wrestlers. Uh, oh, that's you've, cool. you've got hockey players. Um, I've I've seen a lot of. I've been following you for a couple of years on on Twitter, and um, ever since we seen seen you at the comedy store in 2019, wow, I think. Wow, yeah. Look at that! Holy shit! Oh my god, that's pretty sweet. Here- Here's the craziest thing about this one is uh, I was in Nashville on the Ric Flair roast. and Oh, shit. So the roast was Friday. Saturday, they have like a Comic-Con for wrestlers. Yeah. And uh, you can get autographs and pictures. And uh, I cried three times. And uh, mm-hmm. get, getting this, I cried because Lex Luger's pretty fucked up uh, physically, you know. Right. Um, like in a wheelchair, basically. And... Uh, so I go by his booth and uh, I said to this handler, "Hey, how much is a doll? I'll take one." She's like, 200 bucks. You get a picture and autograph." And I'm like, "Oh, I'll just take the doll. You don't have to bother him." And uh, she's like, "No, no, he'll sign it." I'm like, "No, no. If you saw Lex Luger signing, is hard for him at this point." Right. He sees me. He says, "Let me sign it for you, young man." And I'm like, dude, we're the same age. Uh, <laughs> a young man. <laughs> so he grabs the pen. Let me see. Uh, yeah. You know, most people, when we sign, we, you know, sign it like uh, that. Yeah. He grabs it like this. Oh, shit. And I thought, this is going to be a jacked autograph. And <laughs> if you can see this autograph, it's perfect. Wow. Oh, my <laughs> God. So, uh, That's great. That's amazing. You need a display yeah, I, wall I, behind you with all your toys. I know. 54 years old, and I bought this uh, over the weekend at a wrestling show, a, a, a Sid Vicious doll. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I have a... To go with the other Sid Vicious doll I have. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, you got a display there. Do you have the Shockmaster doll yet? It's too much money. Um, oh, Okay. I'm Jewish, so I'm not paying five hundred dollars for a Shockmaster doll. <laughs> I almost spent four hundred on an Akeem doll at the Ric Flair roast. I was oh in, shit! I was wow. in such a good mood, but I was like, I four hundred dollars, man. That's I can't do that. Wow! Like, I'm not rough eaters. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, one more question before you go: Do you think that um, <laughs> because we grew up in the '80s? Yes. Or you grew up in the late seventies and eighties, the wrestling era, right? Do you think that Donald Trump put us into a wrestling style era of society? Uh, you know, I th- because speaking it, it, of the 80s, it's happened. Let me show you this. Do you have a One Trump doll? Trinket I have. Sorry, I don't know where the camera is. Yeah, there we there go. You go. Uh, I just bought Nikita oh. Koloff's book. Nice. He uh, signed. Uh, oh, sure. Be, be a champion. Um, awesome. Oh, nice. Well, I mean, I only bring that up because, you know, Nikita Koloff, you might think, oh, he sounds like he's from Russia. Mm-hmm. 
He's actually from Minnesota. So, um, oh, Steelto must know him. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe Steelto knows him. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I did think, uh, you know, Trump. Because uh, he know, was in he was in wrestling matches himself before he he's became president. He's in the president. Uh, WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, so I think, uh, you know, you know he, he, boy, that's a tough one. I mean, he definitely would have been good in '80s pro wrestling promos. Uh, yeah. Because I don't really think he thinks before he speaks. He just talks shit. And, He's in the ether. You know, yeah, I mean, like it's a little concerning that he would, he had the, the nuclear codes. Uh, <laughs> But it's also just as scary that Biden has them, too, yeah. for other reasons. Right. <laughs> We're fucked. <laughs> like, I'm not age-shaming, but, you know, it's a little concerning that, you know, Biden can, you know, barely get through a press conference <laughs> yeah i'm not trying to be too political here no we're, we're neither we're, we're neither right or left yeah. we're just you know we're right in the middle uh just going like, what the fuck is wrong like uh what george carlin said i'm not sure if you caught the beginning of our show but um uh, we play this when you're born in this world you're given a ticket to the freak show and when you're born in america you're given a front row seat so we play that at the beginning of everyone at every show, just to under let, let people understand what we're about. We're we're on the sidelines, and just kind of commenting, and and not we don't hard hard left or hard right. We don't lean any way, but we're just observers and just going like, oh shit, that's fucking crazy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm in the middle myself. Yeah, uh, so. I watch all three networks, CNN, MSNBC, and then Fox as a palate cleanser. Um, <laughs> I mean, you have to. That's fair and balanced. To get yeah. All sides. Uh, exactly. Exactly. I really only watch CNN because I feel bad for them. I mean, their ratings are so low, they, people are confusing it for my podcast. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I have the worst podcast background ever. I mean, I, I'm, this is my kitchen over there. No, so, I love it. Uh, are those bongs? What, what are those in the background? No, no that is a uh, flowers and. Uh, oh, it's a that's an actual <laughs> vase. Okay, <laughs> that is a uh, a quarter of a picture of Yarmir Yager, the hockey player. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, awesome. And then that is a. Well, I'll show you this. This is a. Uh, oh, I love this. This is show and tell. This is fucking cool. A Steve Stevens figurine. Um, oh my god, that's amazing! It's one of two that I had uh, to buy because my dog Lois. Yeah, and I, I've seen Lois on your uh, on your Twitter before. Yeah, yeah. She knocked over the first one, so it broke in half. Oh. She's she's small, right? Like really small dog. Yeah, she's a mutt. Uh, yeah, so. Um, I have to put Steve Stevens on high ground over there. <laughs> so awesome. And the best thing about his uh, ray gun is, I don't know if the, let me turn the lights off. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, Let's see what we got here. Yeah. Oh, shit. So, we got a, oh my uh, God. This is hold an on, exclusive. Let me, uh, let me do this. This is an exclusive Earl Skake, everybody. <laughs> Holy shit. There we go. Nice. Oh, fuck yeah. We're going to give a, we're going to give a round of applause for that one. Oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> you should go out at night in Hollywood with that. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. 
54 and I'm playing with a fucking ray gun. <laughs> you know what? We're all five-year-olds in, really in adult bodies. Yeah. I, I think that's... Oh, 100%. And, and it's just, uh, we're, we're, we're putting on masks, like, not like the masks mask, but like we're, we're putting on the masks like we're adults, but we're all, we all want the same thing. We all want to be happy. We all want to just play and have fun. Just and want to be loved and have and fun. do things for other people and get that love in return and... Um, Earl, we are so thankful for you uh, joining our show tonight, and we'd love to have you back in the future. Uh, you've given uh, us as much as uh, you know. The, my favorite Beatles quote is the the end, where it's um, it's actually my my dad's uh, marker in Forest Lawn. Uh, but the love you take is equal to the love that you make, and I think that you're doing that right now, and um, we appreciate you so much. Is there anything you want to plug? You got your Patreon, right? Uh, yeah, I have. I think I have like eight patrons. I don't even we're, know what you call them. We're tr- I don't know. We're, we're trying to figure that out, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I finally, I have a super fan by the name of Rebecca. She runs my Patreon because I have no tech. Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah. No. Oh, that's great. I mean, I, I've offered to pay her. She's like, no, no, I'm just a fan of your comedy. Uh she finally, I guess when I made the page myself, I put it was adult content. So you, mm-hmm. even if you put in Earl Skakel, it wouldn't show up. But Rebecca fixed it. So if you, if you like my pay, if you like my comedy, please subscribe to my Patreon. And uh, I'm just at Earl Skakel everywhere else. So uh, thank you guys. You guys gave me a lot. Well, uh, we're a small channel, but we're growing, and we we, we just uh, we're, we thank you for the opportunity to be able to talk to you, um, and uh, you know we, we look forward to you know more in the future from you, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again. We, we'd love to have you back, and uh, chat. I'd love to come back and uh, stay safe out there in the podcast wars. It's <laughs> yeah, I know it's crazy. <laughs> We got some comments, though. Yeah, Chet says, we need to find out where Earl lives and ransack his house while he's on the road. Lots of good memorabilia. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, um, my building's actually pretty hard to get into because... That's good. uh, I locked myself out once, and I had to climb over the the front gate and... (laughs) It's, it was fucking tough. So <laughs> I um, think you're good. You're doing great, Earl, and we and we love you. And um, we hope the LA comedy scene is uh, treating you well. And um, we haven't been there in a while, but uh, we will get to you uh, physically at some point in, at the comedy store. Yes, please. So you guys have a standing invite. Bring your friends. Oh, we've and, seen uh, you many times at the store. Uh, well, you do look yeah. familiar to me. I'm not. I, I know. At, well, I know you're a taken woman, but I'm just saying you do look oh, familiar. Oh, I do? To oh. Well, I, I thought you would think Brian looks familiar because uh, one time we were at the store and uh, you were actually heckling him from the stage because of his bandana. <laughs> I wore a, Oh, it's possible. Yes. I, I wear black bandanas now because yes. of you. <laughs> and it's, well, you it's worked look, out fine. You look just like that wrestler that died, sadly, Mark Briscoe. Yeah, uh, a little bit. No, Jay Briscoe. I'm sorry, Jay Briscoe. Jay Briscoe. Yeah. Um, so if you look his, if you look up a picture of uh, Jay Briscoe, it, it it's pretty frightening. Uh, I don't know if you can pull really? that up right now. 
Oh, oh shit! Yeah, we can. Uh, let's see here. Oh wow! I kind of yeah. He's kind of got like a uh, what's his uh, Kratos, like a little Kratos vibe. If you're into um, uh, well, actually, he kind of looks like me and uh, Josh Adam Myers combined. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, uh, sadly, uh, oh. you know, we're talking. I'd like to bring things full circle. He just passed away yeah. like a week and a half ago. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, but, I, I uh, am that ripped, believe it or not. Yeah, uh, that's, that's actually better than no, what I'm he not. said about you when we were at the store. I think he called you uh, Duck Dynasty. Well, that I mean, sounds like something I would say. <laughs> everyone does. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I take I take shit talking from all angles. Uh, it seems but, to happen every time we go to the store. You well, definitely get a lot of. <laughs> you get noticed because of the bandana. But um, I think I'm remembering in it. It was in the original room, it, wasn't it? Uh, I think the main no, room. This, room. This was actually in the main room. Yeah. But, oh, okay, my bad. I made fun of the crowd. Yeah. Who wasn't laughing at you? I was like, this crowd sucks. And you were like. Don't give away the secret, like, you know, like we were just like, shh, don't, don't tell anybody, you know. Like, it's, it's I was probably thinking, uh, shut up, you big bastard. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then when we were driving away. It was so funny. I, um, Shana was driving, and I leaned out the the passenger window, and I never, I'll never forget this because I could hear you with your audible voice and everything outside. You were standing outside the comedy store, and we were driving past, going to the four hundred five. <laughs> This is a great story. How do you remember this? I, I just vivid, it's just vivid to me. And we were driving to the 405, like, uh, and, and I'm like, I love you, Earl. And then you were like talking with a, a couple, a couple people from the store, and you're like, see, I knew that would happen. <laughs> That's what you said. <laughs> we were great. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was like me going like, I love you, Earl. And he's, you're, you're just like, I knew that would happen. You know. <laughs> I mean, awesome. I do have a very deep voice. Uh, I love your voice. It's so fucking. It's just it's the daddy man voice, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna let you go. But thank you so much, uh, Earl, for coming on, and uh, we're gonna give you some clapping here. Uh, we, we'd love to have you back, and we'll be in contact soon. And we'll uh, obviously, I'm on Twitter. Um, I will follow you. You know, I, I'm following you regardless. But uh, anything else you want to plug while you're here? Just like um, real fast. Uh, just if you like cartoons, I'm on the Jellies. Jellies on uh, Adult Swim. Adult Swim, HBO Max, and I think the Cartoon Network. And then, uh, uh, you know, if you want to look up my past roast battles, uh, you can go on Comedy Central and support that show. Uh, and then if you're in LA, please reach out to me on Instagram and. I'll take care of you at the comedy store anytime. Just give me a day's notice. Some people message me like 20 minutes before the show. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's a little, every show sells out. So I, yeah. and it's legit sellouts. So uh, message me. I'll take care of any fans of the show. Oh, thank you so much, Earl. And uh, we love uh, also the, one more quip, the, uh, the, the, the lineups that you post for the improv. <laughs> Or what, what? No, you mean uh, the Supernova shows. The Supernova shows, yeah, that's so. 
like Ron Jeremy is there. <laughs> it's, it's so fucking Jeffrey funny. Epstein, dude. Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, <laughs> uh, one person. Jeff Ross is on one, every lineup. I'll let course. you read into that what you will. <laughs> yeah, we saw him out here. Uh, whew, okay. Uh, but we'll let Sorry you go. <laughs> we'll let you go. Thank you so much, Earl. And uh, we'll, we'll uh, talk soon. Okay. And uh, thank you. Thank you again. Oh, thank you guys very much. Thanks, I appreciate the time, and I'll see you soon. All right. There he goes, everybody. Earl Skakel. Fuck yeah. Uh, whoops. I forgot the clapping. Okay. There we go. Um, all right. That was fun. That was our first, uh, he's our first victim of our Tuesday shows. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit balls, but hey, we got another fucking show for you tomorrow night. Eight o'clock Pacific Standard Time. We're going to let this fucking shit show go. And, uh, you know, we had a great time here. Hope you did too. We'll uh, make sure to be able to put out some clips here in the next day or so with the, with the great Earl Skakel. Uh, but please do uh, search Patreon for him at Earl Skakel uh, and support his show. Uh, funny dude, lots of history. Just uh, he's a living legend at the at the comedy store over there in, in Hollywood. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, for the lovely Shayna, everybody, I am uh, Brian and. We close this show at every time with a moment of zen. You can announce some shit tomorrow about our website. We'll keep you updated about the Discord. Not our Discord, but the Discord. The Discord. The Discord. Uh, We'll keep you updated on Twitter and on the YouTube uh, community page. I don't know how much that fucking matters, but anyways... Uh, we thank you guys for chatting with us and um, liking and subscribing and all that shit. So past episodes are available on Spotify, iTunes, wherever the fuck you get your podcast. And this is your moment of zen, everybody. We've got uh, some snow leopards cuddling. Isn't that fucking awesome? All right. <laughs> we will. This is Tuesday. We'll see you tomorrow, Wednesday, for fucking hump day. Yeah. All right. Uh, here it is. Your moment is in. As soon as it... There you go. Okay. <laughs> Look at these snow leopards. These are snow leopards. They're just cuddling. Cute. Gotta send you guys back out into the wild somehow. These are peaceful snow leopards just cuddling. Come on. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you gotta fucking love it. They're little kitties. All right. We love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. 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 Bye.